Hello race drivers, welcome to another episode of the Race Driver Coach Show. Due to popular demand, we're going to talk about how much it costs to race on the ladder to Le Mans or endurance racing or sports car racing. Because after I did that video on how much it costs to get to F1, a lot of people were asking, what about endurance racing? I don't care about F1. And to be honest, most people that actually go for Formula One in the beginning, that's their dream, that's their goal, they end up on the sports car path anyway. Because you can only go so far due to cash, due to maybe you haven't got the results, you're still not in the top 10 when you've been in F3 or F2 for two years. Then you think to yourself, F1's not likely. I better go quickly now, while I'm still hot property, to sports cars and try and do the Le Mans route. So it's really common. You know, most drivers go that way, let's be honest, because just cash alone. So let's talk about that. How much does it actually cost to walk that path, to climb that ladder? And I'm going to make this very direct, very straightforward. And we're going to start at a level of British GT. And at the end of the video, later on, I'll talk about the championships that are beneath that. But I want to just start there because it's kind of when the racing starts to get serious if you want a career as a professional driver. So let's take a look at them. Now, British GT and European GT, I'm talking about GT4 here, you're talking about between 160 and 200,000 pounds. Now, I'm going to talk in pounds, everybody. I usually do dollars, euros, and all this, but I'm just going to do pounds to make it easy for me so I can say, and you just convert it into your own currency, it makes sense to you. But we're talking around about, I mean, people can do it for 150 if you've if you've got a bit of pace and you've got results, which I always talk about, you need results if you want to bring that budget down. Now, every single price we talk about in this video is going to be kind of average because you'll get some championships where there's a big swing on the, on the budget. If you're a driver that's proven and you've won and you, you come in with a bit of a good reputation and teams want you, you can pay next to nothing. Even in British GT, if you are a hot property, They'll make it worth your while. Teams will say, right, we need you in the car. So we're actually going to get the other teammates that you're going to share the car with. We're going to get them to pay double or three quarters of the budget and you just bring the rest. So it's really subjective, this. So you can, you can pay 150, you can pay 100 for British GT if you get a favor from the team or if the team's got a sponsorship already, they've got sponsorship in the team already, subsidized. Or you can pay 200, 250 if they think you're not really that good and they need the cash, or they need the cash, okay? So each championship we talk about is gonna be a bracket, but GT4 is around, let's just say 160 to 200. When you wanna step up to British GT3 championship, we're talking around about 250 plus. This one varies even more, because you've got some cars, probably the champions in GT3, in British GT this is, where you're sharing the car because it's pro-am, you've got a pro driver and an amateur. You're sharing the car with an amateur, usually a gentleman driver. Now they're probably paying the whole budget for some of these drivers, because again, a Marcello in or someone like that, and Marcello's probably being paid for it, right? Let's be honest. So the team are probably paying that driver, the, the pro driver and the gentleman drivers bring in most of the cash to run the car, or a lot of it anyway. So this varies massively, but I think if you just prepare yourself for, okay, GT3 could cost me in Britain around 250 to 300. Then at least you're prepared and you know what it could cost. But it could be free and you could be paid if you're good. Next, I want to turn my attention to the Porsche 
Carrera Cup. Now, a lot of continents have got their own cup, right? Their own Carrera Cup. You've got in America, you've got it in Britain, you've got it in Benelux, you've got it in France, Germany, Australia. It seems like nearly every section of the, the world that's got a pretty good motorsport base has their own Porsche Carrera Cup. And for this, we're talking about £250,000, which isn't that bad because it's just you in a car, in a very expensive car. You're probably going to do about between seven to, to nine championship events. So you've probably got about 18 races. That's quite a lot. And you think of that's actually really good value for money. We're talking now about 30K, 20K per race weekend. That's before damage, of course, and before all the other things that you have on top. But as a team, to prepare a car, to have it there ready for you to race, it's around about 250. And each country seems to be fairly similar, give or take. Again, you can get a deal. You can get one for 150 if you're a really fast driver, maybe even less. But just know that the going rate, the market value, sort of say the average, is around 250. Then we go to things like ADAC Masters, ADAC Masters, GT Open. These are the bigger championships, the ones where you do get a lot of pros, but also you can actually get people going there to pay. Now, the car itself, this is the way you got to look at it. The car itself costs between about 550, 550 grand and 900. It depends on the mark of the car and how much the team you know, are putting into this to run the actual car. Now, you've got two drivers. So these two drivers can pay 50-50. Again, like I said before, one driver can pay a chunk and the quick driver can pay little. The team is the one who decides how they play this. So again, it's a big difference on what you can pay. You can pay like 300 or you have to pay something like 500. It's that kind of ballpark though. So I would say you're going to pay up to half a million to do a very top GT championship, which could lead to big things. If you win in these championships, you should be able to get the attention of manufacturers, if you haven't already, to start paying you to race. So this is where things get serious. And if you're into prototypes, you look at the LMP3s of the world and they're about 350K. 350K with a shared car, probably three drivers in the car, two, three, depends on the championship. If you wanna do ELMS or something like that, it was a pretty big championship. About 350, depending on the team. And then when you go to LMP2, we can be talking anything from 500 if you want to do the European stuff to 900 if you want to do world endurance. And maybe a, a smidge more if you haven't got much results, but you want to do Le Mans on top of this, which, you know, it can cost a lot of money to do Le Mans. But the WEC, World Endurance Championship, should include that anyway. Some people do European plus Le Mans, and then you're talking about 800 again per driver, depending on the skill. So it, it's quite... It varies, but this is when, when you get to LMP2, which is really nearly the top of prototype racing, almost there, that's sort of, you've got to be thinking like it's kind of Euro Formula money, maybe even F3 money, if you're, if you're really having to get the, the wallet out to make sure that you're in a car and you've got good drivers with you. So it, it is still expensive, but at least as you look down on this pyramid, at least you can see that there's, it's more achievable. If you were to do good in the lower ranks and start to build momentum, start to gather sponsors, you can kind of see that it is possible. And if I get a team just to invest in me because I've won the season before, I think I could do this. And I really want you to look at it because if F1 is seeming like it's too far away, you know, you're in your 20s now, it's not happening. I say go this way. 
it's never too late to go back to something like IndyCar. You know, some drivers have done that. But if you really get in with manufacturers, which I would say is the number one priority, get in with manufacturers. Start to win in cars that they sell. If you look the part in terms of you look professional, they like the way the team are talking about you, your work ethic as you are, your intelligence, the speed, that echoes around the paddock. So I think if you were thinking, right, I've got like, I can probably raise 150, which is still a lot of money, but I think we can do it through sponsors and selling the house or whatever, then British GT or something like that, GT4 category, if you get in with a top team and you start to play your cards right, get on with the right people and you do really well, things can happen already from there. Subsidized drives can start to come from there on and then you, you, you signed up by some manufacturer and away you go. You just keep your nose clean and keep the results going for the next 20 years. But that's how you create a real career. So again, 150, now going on to the next thing that I said, 150 is still a lot of money for a lot of people. It's out of their reach. So I want you to start to look, and I'll do a video before the end of this season, I'll do a video that explains and talks about the certain championships that are in Britain because it's like the cheapest racing over here. That's why I really want to talk about it. But there are championships that you can do out there for 20 grand, 30 grand, 50 grand. That actually, if you win and you do really well in, it will give you, or it could, sorry, give you some kind of discount when you go for like a championship that costs 150. Even if you want to go for Porsche Carrera Cup and you're racing in a smaller championship with Porsches like Boxsters or whatever else it is, Caymans, and you can afford that and you get lots of sponsors on the car, then it's possible. But this to me, if you've got any sort of kind of intelligence and you've got speed on track, I reckon this is all, all doable. It's just up to you to create a plan and to execute and to win.